Hello, hello, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. And here are some of today's trends in the news. We're taking a break, no trends journal for the next two weeks, summertime. You know, we began the trends journal weekly. It was 50 pages. This is only a couple of years ago. No ads, by the way. 50 pages, now it's 150 plus pages. So we're giving the best we can and we need a break, but we're gonna keep you alert on the special trend alerts. And when something breaks and you need to know about it, we'll be doing as many special trend alerts as we need to do. So we're not going anywhere, we're just taking it easy for a bit. Because I'll tell you, when you look at what's going on and you study this day in and day out, it's so sad to see the decline of humanity physically, poof, emotionally, spiritually, economically, mentally. So we're taking a little bit of time off, but we're still going to keep you on top of the news and ahead of the trends. And today on the stock market front, now the futures were up, but the Dow closed down over 30 points. And then the uh, S&P and the NASDAQ, they were down some 1%. Why? Well, on the fear that they're going to raise interest rates, 75 basis points. The German inflation number came in today. It's 8.8%, the highest in like 50 years. You know what the interest rate is in the ECB? Zero. Zero. And these, and then and people say, you know, Salenti, watch your language. Fuck off. Don't tell me to watch my language. My language is very proper. When I have criminals, lying pieces of shit with their arrogant attitude saying, no, no, inflation's only temporary. It's only transitory. We're pumping this cheap money in so the bigs could get a lot bigger. The rich can get a lot richer and we can artificially inflate the markets up while the plantation workers of Slavelandia go down the toilet. Oh, Labor Day, huh? Labor Day weekend coming up? Yeah, Slavelandia Day, Labor Day. The latest comments from the New York Fed President John Williams on Tuesday said, quote, I don't think with demand far exceeding supply we do need to get, get real interest rates above zero. We need to have somewhat restrictive policy to slow demand, and we're not there yet. Oh, slow demand, put the little people down. And zero, hey, fuck face. You told us you've been bullshitting since 2010 years. Well, when inflation hits over 2%, we're going to raise interest rates. And you lied, so don't say you were that stupid that you didn't know they were going up. You didn't raise them to keep artificially juicing the markets. These interest rates should have been raised a long time ago. And the two-year Treasury yield dropped to its highest in nearly 15 years. That shows you where it's going. Oh, snap, the social media company laying off 20% of its workers. And each week in the Trends Journal, we have a whole list of all the companies that are laying off people. Oh, it's, it'll 
It'll come back. It'll come back. Everything will be fine. We're putting the list together. No one else is doing it. The possibility that the U.S. economy is at a recession over the next year has risen sharply, according to UBS. 60%. Oh, if UBS says so, then, of course. We had two negative quarters of GDP. We're going to get an artificial boost now, and maybe another one that's going to go down in, in the beginning of 2023 again, if it, even if it, it pops up a little bit. That's our forecast. Oil prices were down today sharply. And um, again, they're saying because the, the economy is going to be slowing down because the central banks are going to be raising interest rates, as this guy just said. So demand is going to outstrip supply, bringing prices down. We don't see it because there are too many wild cards. And the two biggest wild cards are three, weather. We're in the hottest 500 years in Europe. Nuclear power plants keep, can't keep running. They need water, cool water. War in Ukraine and what's going on in the Middle East. So it's very iffy if oil prices are going to go down. European Central Bank should include 75 basis point interest rate hike among its options in September policy meeting, given exceptionally high inflation. Estonian policymaker, matter policymaker, fuck off with this policymaking shit. Scumbags making up crap. Policymakers. Again, 75 basis points. That means it's going to bring that. Their, their interest rate to 0.75%. And Germany's inflation rate, the biggest country in Europe, just hit 8.8%. And you have an interest rate of 0.75. And the markets can't take that. Brussels to unveil crisis action in bid to curb soaring energy prices. This is out of the Financial Times. Oh, Brussels to unveil crisis action. You read the whole article here, and this is what they say. In the wake of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Europe's benchmark electricity prices have risen to 10 times its decade-long average, in line with a 14-fold increase in the cost of gas. Not a word about the sanctions. Not a word about who caused this. The policymakers, the lawmakers, the fuck faces that people bow down to and suck up to. The EU is preparing emergency measures, yep. With member states stepping up pressure to decouple electricity prices from the spiral. They caused this, they did it themselves again. Brought to you by your government. Energy crisis pushes bets against euro to two-year high. More about, this is Financial Times again. So more about where the euro is going. It's at a 20-year low. Low interest rates. They're, near zero, they're at zero. And now these rising energy prices. Investors bet the euro will fall in value and, and after having reached its highest level since the pandemic hit Europe. And this is a very important. They keep saying since the pandemic. 
No, since fuck faces, since scumbags, since arrogant pricks, and I can't say the other word, lock down entire nations. But they're blaming it on the pandemic. And this is why history is nothing more than propaganda. Yep. Because that's the way they're going to rewrite history. Saying the pandemic caused this rather than fuck faces causing it. Arrogant, arrogant pieces of shit. No real science, just political science. I was in um, uh, bed, and be- bed, Bath and Beyond. I needed a, I didn't have the mops I want anymore. Anyway, and I'm checking out and I still see the circles six feet apart. How can you be so fucking stupid to make up this shit? Six feet apart. They go on to say, it marks the most bearish position against Euro since the start of the pandemic. Again, a lie, an outright lie, not since the start of the pandemic, since that fuck face over there following the Chinese way locked down Italy. And then one country after another followed, but they lie, they start say, since the start of the pandemic. The Euro's fallen 15% already this year. And it hit a 20-year low last week, ready, as wholesale gas and electricity prices surged to all-time highs in Europe on fears of Russia throttling crucial energy supplies. This is propaganda. They all locked down and they all put sanctions on Russia. Your details are in the Trends Journal. The bullshit coming out of one politician's mouth after another led by bullshit Biden with a sanctions are going to punish Putin. They're punishing the people just like the wars punish the people. This is terrible what's going on. Russia confounds the West by regaining its oil riches. Wall Street Journal today. Moscow is raking. That confounds the West confounds fuck faces like you shitheads that swallow their shit and spew it out while we said in the very beginning this was not going to hurt Russia. China, India, and other countries are going to buy Russian oil and it was going to hurt the people they put the sanctions on. But nobody, nobody in the prostitute media covered us as saying it. By the way, Russia is becoming a self-sufficient economy. They have all the human and natural resources they need. They're going against globalization, which smart people would do, countries would do. Wall Street predicted Russia's economy would collapse after it invaded Ukraine. These three charts show it hasn't happened. No shit. Oh, that's a business insider. Oh, how about business outside? You're a little fucking late. The dire warnings look set to become reality in the weeks after the war broke. This is how fucking stupid people are. They swallow the crap that comes out. Oh, and they get angry if you don't swallow the shit that they swallow. Yep. Ukraine war. Ukraine launches counteroffensive to retake Kherson, uh, says authorities, authorities. 
Today, there were powerful artillery attacks on enemy positions. Yeah. Ukrainians have used American-supplied rocket launchers to strike bridges. Isn't that great? What if Russia gave Iraq equipment to fight the Americans? That's different. Britain's brace for 80% rise in energy. Ready? Yeah, this is the bullshit language they use, Financial Times. Policymakers warn of challenges in tackling new era of inflation. Policymakers? Fucking bureaucrats and suck-ass politicians. People that never worked a fucking day in their lives. Arrogant pieces of shit destroying our lives. Sucking the joy and beauty out of it. Again, policymakers, the central bankers... Central bankers face the most challenging economic landscape for decades and will find it harder to root out high inflation in the coming years. Top officials and policy makes top official pieces of shit have warned the world's leading economic authorities. Yeah, authorities that got inflation wrong and every other fucking thing wrong, but their authorities, and it's again, it's one big club and you ain't in it and they're maniacs. And these are the central banksters that Anthony Frieda did this cover of the Trends Journal going back to 2012 when they started the games of quantitative easing and shoveling money into too big to fails and bailing out all their buddies. It's Jesus Christ driving the money changes out of the new temple. City, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs. Nothing's changed. And one of Jamie Dimon's great, 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 great grandfather was one of these guys. Ukraine resistance has stunned Russia, the world. <laughs> has stunned Russia and the world. That's from CNN. That's from a couple of days ago. That's the kind of bullshit. They're there for six months. America invaded Afghanistan, was there for 20 fucking years. What, about 11 years in Libya, uh, in Iraq, Vietnam, over 10 years? They're there for six months. And they weren't covering all these wars, the, the Iraq war, the Afghan war, and all the other wars the United States launched like they do with the Ukraine war. And battle for... Kyrgyzstan begins as Russia sends its military convoys, nuclear plant, plant shelling intensifies. That's right. The Ukrainians are shelling the nuclear power plant. The Russians are not doing it. They're there. But this is barely reported or admitted in the media. And what else? Him talking about the pandemic and how they say it and all the lies they did with the COVID war. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. Think of the press as the great keyboard on which the government can play. Prestitutes, the great keyboard, the media wars that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and government whoremasters. That was by Joseph Goebbels, the Reich Minister of Propaganda. Still here today. And what else do we have? Yeah. Rival factions spark deadly clashes in Libya. 
Clashes in Libya killed more than two dozen people over the weekend. The deadliest fighting, war-torn country. Libya has been racked with violence since 2001, excuse me, 2011. When the uprising ousted longtime dictator Muammar Gaddafi. That's in the Wall Street Journal, total propaganda. It was brought to you by the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize, Barack Obama, announcing it and then getting on a, the United States plane that we paid for to take his family on a vacation to Brazil, along with his mother. Brought to you by Obama, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Power, and Susan Rice. If only women were in charge. Yeah, like the crazy woman that's running the show over there in the UK that said that she would press a button for a nuclear attack against Russia. I'm tired of this crap. So talking about the wars going on. And again, you know, they came out with a thing. This guy became the third richest billionaire, some guy from India. India. Where are the billionaires putting any money for peace? Not a peep about peace. No one talking about peace. Peace is a dirty word. You know why? Because policymakers are pieces of shit and the billionaires can give a flying fuck. They're only interested in making more money. Where's the money for Occupy Peace? How come nobody's putting money into there? A lot of subscribers are and people, you know, well, we need a lot more to get this thing moving. As I noted, we had this huge rally. We got any coverage at all from the media, zero, because peace is a dirty word. But if I had a pro-Zelinsky rally, boy, they would have been there, bending over, yeah, taking it. Fighting between U.S. and Iran-backed militias escalate in Syria. Oh, great. U.S. forces killed Iran-backed fighters in Syria. What are U.S. forces doing in Syria? We have no business being there. Tehran was invited there by Syria. We are foreigners in a foreign country. What if Syrians were in here wanting to fight people they didn't like in America, saying they were threatening Syria? Where's the outrage? Nothing. Ethiopian airstrikes kill kindergarten as fighting spreads in Tigray. Oh, if fighting, if they if they blew up a kindergarten in, in in Ukraine, that would be headline news. But that's no news. And what's going on in Ethiopia? You know what's going? We've been writing about it in the Trends Journal. And it's bigger than this. Because the Ukraine the, the COVID war has destroyed the lives and livelihoods of billions. You're gonna see and now these wars, social unrest, civil wars, regional wars, world war. If we don't have peace, U.S. warships sail Taiwan Strait amid rising. What the fuck are you doing by the Taiwan Strait over there? What, what if China was off the coast of California and, and Russia was off the coast of New York and Venezuela is, is down in the Gulf of Mexico along with Iran? We'd like that. These are warmongers and crazy people. You better support Occupy Peace because when all else fails, they take you to war and this economy is going to fail like we've never seen in lives before. We are in the worst period of human history in modern history. And that's the title for this Trends Journal. This Trends in the News. We are in the worst point of history in human history. 
Latest COVID boosters are set to roll out before human testing is completed. Oh, that's not a conspiracy theory. It's from the Wall Street Journal. This is important. It's also from the Wall Street Journal. Virtual classes go permanent at some schools. Schools, districts in Texas, New York, California, creating permanent full-time. It was one of my top trends in my book, Trends 2000, that I wrote in 1996, when the whole internet revolution just began. People never heard about this stuff. It's going to be the new way of learning so you don't have to go to government school. So here's the way I see it. You want to have kids? Have all you want. You're in charge. You don't send them to a government school to get educated. You educate them. That's right. You'll bring down our taxes big time so you won't have to go out to work rather than paying all this money in school taxes and all these other taxes. The meanwhile, you're teaching your child what your child needs to know, not what the government says they need. You need to know biology. You need to look. You won't. you got to pass this test. I don't want to learn that. So you have to learn that. No, I don't. I want to learn what's good for me, what will grow me. And this is going to be the big entrepreneur opportunity of all times. It's just beginning. Trends are born, they grow, they mature, reach old age and die. This baby's just been born. And you don't need the school system at all, other than for the poor. That's it, for the very poor. You want to have kids, you're in charge. You raise them and you teach them. And they can learn everything they need by the best professors in those areas. You don't have to go to a school to get the, you're getting the shit. You're getting everybody to pass as a test. You get the world leader in trend forecasting. Nobody could, nobody out there. There's no school out there. Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Oxford, Cambridge. None of them teach trend forecasting. Why? Because they don't know how. You want the best in natural healing or you want the best in, in prescription drugs? You go whatever you want. This is a huge trend. So anyway, we're going to take a break, but we're going to be back. We're going to be doing specials all week and you'll be getting special trend alerts. So stay tuned. And we got a big show coming up on Thursday. You better stay tuned for that one. It's huge. See you then. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.